We can have her on the show. No. no. I don't want to know about who she spanked this weekend. All right, oh, so it's a vinyl countdown, 113. We're at Podcaster Live Night. One year anniversary. One year. Woo! Of our first time that we met our love of our collective lives, Joel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And his wife. She's all right, too. Yeah, she's okay. And, uh... It's a bit of a buzzkill, but, you know, aside from that. Yeah, supposedly, uh... What's this group called? Oh, the Men who want ladies... To get- and male submissives meetup group or something like that? Oh, the BDSM group. Yeah, the fetish group. But isn't this one specifically about dudes that want to get their shit kicked around by women? Yeah, it's like dominant women, femdoms, and submissive men basically and meeting up to chit-chat about the current news and fetish news. And the only woman that what, we've what seen so far... What is new fetish, honestly? <laughs> so, can, yeah, seriously. Can, can I ask, like... You know, there's, like, new types of leather they're coming up with, and... Corinthian? But I isn't mean, leather just a dead animal? Like, listen. Like, is, what, gorillas in this year? Hey, <laughs> what if it was? You would need to know. <laughs> I would need to know, thank you. Yes. Go ask him, he'll probably know. <laughs> Alright, I will. Yeah, this one lady of their group, who seems to be the ringleader, she's the only one that's here so far, and she's so old, she's older than Scarborough, dude, it's bananas how old she is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it's me and Picard and Joel and Scarborough Dude and J.K. Langtree and Katie Kaboom's here somewhere. That's right. So, uh, I only have w- one note for this week. Okay, y'all y'all ready over. for this? Yep. I don't know how... I mean, I, why even apologize anymore, right? Our shows suck oftentimes. This may be one yeah. of those. All right, good enough. Got that out of the way. It's it's you're bringing us down, Keith. Yeah, All right. I'm sensing a certain lack of energy. Yeah. Part yeah. Of it. it seems to be sinking the whole show now. Uh, I got nothing. I, I had some like, reason you want this to be a disaster? No, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. We need a coffee. I guess uh, I hate it when shows are sucky and people pretend they're not, though. I like when everyone submits. Okay, well, let's just assume I, this I never show's going to suck and that we can try and bring it out of the fire. I also okay. hate fake enthusiasm on podcasts. Man, it's the worst. Like when people do like their little video game shows and it's just like, hey, everybody, let's talk about this. It's like, this is not the AM radio. No, it's really great to be on your show, Keith. I've been, I've been looking forward to this for so long. And this is the one and it's just finally, you invited me. It took, a, it took a year, but finally, you've given me the chance to be on the show. It feels really good. Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so I remember years ago, I was at a dollar store. I love dollar stores because whenever I move places, I never bring anything. You just go to the dollar store with $12 and buy everything your house needs. Next thing yep. you know, you got all your cutlery that you need and all the plates and shit. It's, it's the best. It does seem sort of insane to like do it any other way. Right. However, that. on a day-to-day, people that live their lives by going to the dollar store all the time, that's just trouble. Because I remember I saw dollar store tampons a few years ago. And I was like, you know, I guess there's technically nothing wrong with that, right? It's just a wad of stuff you stick up your cunt. But it just seems wrong. Dollar store, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, you know what creeps me out is the food there. Yeah, I never buy food from the dollar yeah, store. No, it's, uh, what about the canned meat? No, canned well, <laughs> I wouldn't buy canned meat in general unless, of course, it was the apocalypse. Uh, and then I'd probably, like... Stock up? Stock up. But, buy a case uh, or two? Yeah. But what? it just creeps the shit out of me. I don't Would you know. form it into the shape of a penis before you ate the canned meat? <laughs> Would I? Yes, probably. Or... I, I would probably form it into the shape of a few things just to entertain me. Would you first insert this canned meat penis into your rectum and then eat it? Or would you wait for it to come out again, form it into another penis, and then continue to eat it? Wow. See, these are hard questions. Um, and we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I, well, okay, the, the question is, would you, fry, would you fry the penis-shaped canned meat first, give it a little firmness before you uh, insert... I would assume so. Right? 
You don't want you don't want like the sloppy mess going into your well, anus. Exactly. Like, come on. That makes no sense. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, so back you- to the dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> Why I bring this up is today I saw this was a step far, far below the dollar store tampons. This is crazy. I have a picture, but it's too little on my phone, but I'll put it on the website. Dollar store condoms. I, nice. Can you believe that shit? They have them in normal and extra large. They're not a, or just large. They're not a dollar. They are two dollars. But what the? How fuck? many? Twenty? Yeah. How many come? I'm not sure. It was like it, it looked like the normal, you know, Trojan boxes. So. So like twelve. Probably or something. Yeah, I gotta. Uh, I mean, condoms are expensive, you? but. I don't think they're that expensive. But no, they're like they're $8 about dollars or something for like the regular. Yeah. They're see, like me, 2 bucks a crack. I consider that expensive, but right. but I'm not going to buy condoms from the dollar store. Like if there's anyone who doesn't need condoms from the dollar store, it's people who would buy condoms from the dollar store. Yeah, no like, good point. It's just such a disaster. It's like is this really am I really It's I a self, it. it's a self-fulfilling prophecy is what you're exactly. saying. Exactly. It's, it's kind of like you're buying dollar store condoms and they look for trouble. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would guess yeah. it's better than no condoms, but <laughs> I don't know. That, that blew my mind. So there we go. That's all I got. Okay. Dollar store. I'm out. I'm tapped. Wow. Well, I was going to jump from there to the other. The dollar stores took away that whole business of stealing. People used to steal to finish their party. You'd steal <laughs> lumber, you steal bricks, and you got a bookshelf. You, you went through this stuff. Now, you make it sound easy. You can furnish a whole apartment in the dollar store. You know, I, it's changing our culture. Now, this this might be our old man crossover at this point, but uh, but I also I had a bookshelf, uh, a brick bookshelf thing. That was cinder a, blocks. And, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. a big deal. Sometimes you use crates to pack them up. Put your LPs on there, your I, books I, I, and I so recall that. Your, your key piece of furniture. And then the fuckers at uh, Dairyland or, or what is it here? Um, Sealfast or yeah. Seal Test? I don't know. Anyway, the milk people made the uh, the crates just slightly too small to fit your records. Fit them, yeah. You know? That I sucks. lived on the 20th floor of an apartment in Vancouver. 2001, we loved the fact that it had that was the address of the apartment, but I stole a 16-foot piece of lumber couldn't get into the elevator. I had to carry it up the stairwell the whole way, 20 floors up. But I was really proud of that when I got it up there. And then sawed it and realized, you know, friend might have pointed it out, you could have sawed that before. <laughs> right. You brought it up. But, but you still, didn't I was the... proud that I'd stolen this one drunken night from a, you know. You didn't have site. the wisdom of age yet back then. <laughs> I didn't have all the smarts back then, I guess. You know, that's why Vancouver drunken years. See, I don't know if dollar stores have ended theft. I mean, no. You know. No. You can steal from a dollar store. That's right. That yeah. would be very sad, though. I deal with those people all the time. They get caught. Kids. But on Candy. the other hand, like... Do, do, do you think I should go to the dollar store and deliberately get caught stealing a bunch of dollar store condoms? No. Why? <laughs> why, why would you want to like, do that? Like, I gotta bang slores, man. I need to. I need these. So you could be, like, in the news or something? I'm gonna like, get what? AIDS. When I used to uh, work at Zellers, there'd be all these, like, 14-year-olds that would steal thongs and all these, like... Oh, thongs. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, and then we have to catch them and call their parents about how they stole thongs. Yeah. And then did their were they parents hot? rape them? Yeah. They were yeah. hot or no. they, they were raped? They weren't hot. You said were... yes to, to was... one of the two. So they got raped. I'm kidding. No, they didn't. Why would you even say that? <laughs> well, what, well, this one girl that ended up getting caught, she was with this guy and he was like possessively like attached to her the whole time. And yeah. And then we had to call the parents and separate them because it was clearly that he was like her pimp or something. Her pimp. Why would she be stealing thongs and condoms and shit from Zellers? Like, obviously to fuck her pimp. Yeah. Actually, when I was a kid, I was a shoplifter. That was my what? Yeah, that was my thing. Oh I my shoplifted 
Yeah, up until I... Is it on your record? Uh, uh, yeah, a couple of times. Um, definitely is now. <clears throat> You're not running no, no, for no, office no. now. I, I was Fucking Steeler Joel over here. The call. Yeah, you. Well, no, I was underage. It was. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I used to take orders uh, for cassette tapes at school. I'd be like, "What do you want?" No, I'd be like, "What do you want?" <laughs> and okay, and this is totally gonna date my age, but uh, the new Boys to Men album came out, or the new uh, Maestro Fresh West album came so out. You had a cartel where you stole. Tapes and then resold them. So you're the original pirates. Uh, original pirate material. That's me. Yeah. Well, yeah. You are a horrible person. I can't yeah. even look at him now without seeing like the stripes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Did you ever get grounded or in shit? Yep. Did your parents find out? Oh yeah. I got. Uh, I got grounded. I actually got grounded on what I consider a scam and not theft. <laughs> but uh, pretty, pretty well, similar things, aren't they? Was it that oh, yeah. same scam, or was it a different scam? No, it was a different one. You know how like um, you could go to like a Seven Eleven or a Mac store and get um, a big cup of Slurpee, but it, it, like you bought the cup and you, you would get refills for cheap. Right. Well, I had worked out something, and I can't remember how it worked, but my friend had two cups, and we we're going to bring it in and get four somehow. And why we needed four cups of Slurpees, who knows? But uh, well, to impress the ladies, of course. Exactly. <laughs> you have four Slurpees; they're gonna panties are dropping. Yeah, I'm that's right. For a free Slurpee. So we were doing the the old um, sort of. Uh, if you're not paying attention, you think we each came in with a cup, and then I'd give my friend his cups back, and he'd go get a regular refill prices, and then I'd steal two new ones. And then everything was like about reselling so, it later. So know? did Tom Hanks spend years of his life tracking you down with his grand <laughs> yeah, theft that yeah, you performed? Exactly. <laughs> no, it was a, no. Basically, uh, I lost. I had a stereo system that I had saved up. It was all from stolen money. <laughs> but uh, I had bought this stereo, and that was my punishment. Was my my parents took my stereo system away for three months, and it was fucking brutal for me because I was like really into like. Hip hop and whatever at the time. So yeah. Were, were you angry at your parents for taking no. it from you? Or did you realize you just felt guilty you had it coming to you? Well, I basically at the time I was more mad at how it went down because I got into an argument with the clerk at, at the Max, and I kept saying, "No, I don't know what happened. My, you know, uh, my my friend was just here, and like we had a plan where he was going to bail, and I could just blame it all on him." And uh, yeah, yeah, what's up, Farhan Daya? <laughs> what you doing these days? Anyway, uh, um, yeah, so we, uh, so so he bailed, like was part of the plan, and uh, and I took the uh, the cops, and and she was like, no, there's two missing from the shelf, and I, and they had little stickers wow. on the bottom, but I was smart enough to peel those off knowing that that's how they did them and I'm like maybe it was my buddy I don't know but these are mine um, so I, I ended up convincing her but behind me was this kid I babysat in the neighborhood who was just like mortified that his babysitter was being accused of stealing Worst. Worst he told his mom and his mom called my parents and basically the jig was up for what, what age were you at this time? 13 13 yeah but I, I had, like, a solid, you know, five years of just 
shoplifting and this is the thing that busted me like I stole so cool. many yeah. things you know I only did one I, I masterminded a heist I was really proud of it it was a Morgan's department store before they became the bay and there was a pocketbook section <laughs> which were Books, right? But didn't they become yeah. the Bay in 1886? Sure. And uh, the Hudson Bay Company, where <laughs> where we traded pelts <laughs> for. Right. Yeah, no, they carry on. They actually had paperbacks back then. We figured we we're going to steal one. It was more for the thrill of doing it. And I, I was the guy. I was going to stand there and read it. We had it all timed with our watches and everything. <laughs> And one what? guy was go- one guy this was going to go. Oceans one. <laughs> one guy was going to go up the escalator, which was right by where the pocketbooks were, and the other guy had to come down the other escalator exact time because they intersected. And I would read it, and I would just put it down on the beside the rail of the escalator, and the other guy's hand would just be there, and it would just slide up with him, and he had to intersect it exactly. The other guy coming down, who would just take it and slide down. And nobody would see it. Of course, we got caught. We, we were really <laughs> proud. Like, we'd thought this thing out. But yeah, so you were stealing books? It was a book, a paperback. It was our first and only heist. <laughs> you know? We had a lot more fun good, just though. playing on the roof of uh, the department store. And then the what, police would come because you'd trip. Was the book Steal This Book? No, it was before that uh, came out, too, actually. I don't even know what it was. But uh, I thought it was pretty smart, you know, this whole idea of the... Timing and everything else. That's what you'd see on TV. You're going to time a robbery, so it's not just something yeah. in your pocket. Well, and, and mine was always like, uh, you know, 7 Elevens, I would just rob blind because I, you know, I would put candy or whatever in the hat, and it was just all about keeping an eye on. You were just a bad kid. I was just, no, nah, I wasn't a bad kid. I, I, just, I just happened to grow up in, in uh, kind of a rough neighborhood, so yeah. It was so just, to fit in, that was it. Was just what the kids did, right? That's what they did. Yeah, and I just was really, really good at it. So, so yeah, it became a, and also like I didn't get shit for allowance, so it was a good way of supplementing my income at the time. I have a feeling Keith is going to scratch this whole episode. It's like we're not going into. <laughs> I was thinking how places. It's not our last one was called enough. Slow Day at the Office Part Two, and I'm already thinking like this will be Slow Day at the Office Part Three. <laughs> we'll yeah. just we'll just change the name of the podcast to Slow Day at the Office. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. We'll give it another few no, minutes. I told you. That's all I got. I can't. I can't jump in on the. Yeah, maybe I should get a coffee. And so I got nothing today. I just. just well, why, why don't we take a break? You yeah. get a coffee, and then we we'll, uh, we'll wrap the shit up. We can talk yeah. about how Ken hates the youth of today. Is that right? I heard your last podcast. <laughs> just look at his face. <laughs> not a, not a trace of humor. He's just like I'm. Like, you know what? I'd kill every young person. I, said that. I don't think so. I, loved, I had I had one of my best classes today. I felt really good. Like I actually made a point about the value of words and literacy and how it affects your thinking. I was so proud of myself. I sat in a chair in the middle of the classroom and just let it go. Like live podcast. Podcasting has made me a better teacher. That's my, you know. Belief system. If they ever found mine and said, "Hey, you said all these things, we're going to fire you." Well, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm a better teacher because, because I've learned to think on my feet. Turn on the recorder and talk for 20 minutes. And I did it today, and I just got going. And I took a conversation completely around in circles with everybody jumping in, and got back to a central point of why they're even sitting in the English class learning English. So I was really, really proud. Half of them, maybe the ones who were awake, got it, hmm. and that was enough. Right on. Keep going. Yeah, nothing yeah. else. I mean, I think this is nice just that we got, you know, one year in. We got Scarborough Dude on the show, for real. Not yeah. How's it already anniversary? No, it's still going. But mm. how ironic, though, right, that uh, we finally don't have to twist your arm and we got nothing. <laughs> we have we have nothing to offer you today. 
<laughs> our platter is I empty. think it's more case vice versa. I think I would bring the show down because I, I can only be serious. I think you, you, after a certain point, you know, I I, I'm, I love the entertainment. Okay, I, one thing I do want to say. <laughs> See, that's the I'm probably one of the only people who's listened to this podcast from episode one, <laughs> never missed one, bitch about it all the time. I've given you at least 20 times, at least, maybe to more than that, I've talked about your podcast on oh, my show for yeah. sure. You have because it just it gets me sometimes. It really irritates the hell of me, but I still keep coming back to it. I'm still so so let me so let it, me ask you what it has an effect. What is it that irritates you about us? Our whippersnapper ways? No, there's nothing that irritates me about you. But I don't, I don't understand your values. I don't see when I try to talk about something. I, 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 I need maybe at this stage of my life. To be serious, I, I, you know, I'm looking for hope for the future. I've got kids. I want them to grow up in a better world. And I, when I see the world right now, I see we are in a dark time, and it's getting darker. And it's going to be a whole lot darker before it gets any better. And that saddens me. And then I look at you and say, "Well, wait a minute. You guys are young. What the fuck are you doing? Well, you got to make it better. That's how you get away. Yeah. That does explain why you. Well, this is this is, and that's kind of a sad state. That I'm kind of then I'm. It's not that I'm down on you, but I'm sorry for you. Because I don't see a lot of hope and joy in it. It doesn't life. seem that dark to me, though. It's so yeah, dark. No. But like, it has to also okay. do about privacy, too. Like, all, there's all those protests going on. Like, this weekend starts Occupy Wall Street. I'm going to be there uh, this and, Saturday. And then do you think that, what my what would my boss say if I was at Occupy Wall Street and I worked for a huge company? Like, there's and, no privacy anymore. For the answer is, fuck what your boss says. No. Be out no. there and demonstrate. <laughs> no, like, this is this is the thing. You guys should be out Saturday. October 15th and I go, is and I go our Things, but it's also I go to some See of those things there. but it's also like you need some of those things like uh, protests about certain things like okay. I was at one in New York when I was down there but you need to be really careful about what you put yourself into nowadays yeah, but that's the that's the whole reason to fight you shouldn't need to be fucking careful what, about and anything and that's what students in university should be doing but people like us that have jobs may need to I agree the students the student should be leading the march yeah, for it, sure it and I find they're all massive I also bunch. don't believe protests have the effect that they used to. Well, this one in particular, is it just me or is Occupy Wall Street totally aimless and about nothing? Yes. But that's the whole point. <laughs> no, it's that's just, exactly the it's beauty just of it. Fucking if you listen to, Anth- listen to Anthony Marco, who actually has something to say about this, and today his last one was about the whole point. It's beautiful because the media can't handle it. They, 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 look, they want a leader because it's easy for them. They want a point because they want to be able to challenge that point. The fact that there is none is driving the media and the politicians crazy. They're doing everything they can to shit on it. But basically, all it is, a bunch of people saying, hey, the world is fucked. It's wrong that people are taking billions of dollars and walking away with it, and other people are losing their homes. Middle-class people are just, something is fundamentally wrong. And the fact that bodies are in the street saying, hey... We're not happy. Something's wrong. Something's got to change. Certainly That's a good sign. On his high horse for a guy who almost stole a book once. I don't yeah. think we're going to forget. <laughs> I can't look at you the same anymore. But yeah, no, like, I, like our generation isn't going to do that. And I don't really know what the answer is for that. It's just not going to happen. Like, even the whole like political rallies that we had didn't change anything. Yeah, no, it, it does fucking nothing anymore. That's, well, I, mean, I, don't that's think, I think this one is different. I think this is the beginning. I think this is a crack in the door that people are saying, hey, it's not one particular thing, but something is wrong. Something is fundamentally 
completely fucked about Western civilization. Right now, something is deadly wrong. I agree, but I, but I think... And uh, it's got to change. I think somewhere. I would rather achieve that with dick jokes. Yeah, I was going to say. It's well, and maybe that's the answer. And see, maybe that's the part I don't get. And that's the whole point, right? I'm, you asked me, what, what is it? And maybe I don't get your take on it. That's yeah, what I don't as understand. A, as far I'm as trying to. chipping away at the fabric of society, I don't think you need the grand gesture. I think the Vinyl Countdown is just fine as our way of saying, hey man, New World Order, here it comes. Well, and, and I understand that, and that's why I have cheered you guys on because you're completely, you know, disrespectful of everything. And yeah. say, okay, good. That's a good start. You're not you're not worrying about this. And, and we are a selfish culture. That's good. We're very selfish in a way. Yeah. And you've been given that. It's not even your fault. You were you were taught to be selfish. Yeah. We're, no, we're it might we're, be Katie's fault. we're self-absorbed okay. and self-absorbed. Like cultures before us were selfish. Like I, I think my, like my parents who are younger than you. Um, they are. How does that a, make you feel? <laughs> no, but 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 they're of a, they're of a selfish generation because they were the, they got their careers going in the eighties, and that's like that's that's exactly the selfish people, you know. So we're self absorbed, but I don't think we're selfish. I think it's a, I think it's different. The whole idea of a podcast is the height of self absorption that anyone wants to listen exactly. to you talk on the internet. Exactly, it's is highly self absorbed activities. And, like, it, and if that if you protesting in the military isn't going to change anything immediately, then you're not going to do it. Yeah, I have no See, patience. That's, that's the point. It's not going to change anything immediately, but it's a kind of a signal to a lot of other people. And a few smart politicians are going to finally realize, wow, maybe there's an issue here. Maybe there are people who want to start changing these things. And uh, I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know that we can undo the capital system, but the fact that the communist system fell and crumpled because it was wrong, I'd say the same thing has to happen about the capitalist system. I just don't want blood in the streets. Uh, but yeah, there's there's no alternative. Yeah, it has to be blood in the some, streets. Star Trek. Star Trek. Somewhere All right. in well, it might and no, be, and, and, no and that saddens our, and me because no I don't want that. no one in our culture wants blood in you the streets. You don't want Star yeah. Trek? No one... I don't want blood in the streets. Oh. But it's, well, it's, it's, in, it's inevitable, and unfortunately for us... Wow. Well, we'll be dead well, right no, now. it is. Wow. I, I disagree. I think we're going to be we're gonna be in our 50s by then. Well, I'm going to bet that everything will be fine forever, and we'll see who wins. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I will take nice you up on that. There's always going to be one asshole. <laughs> yeah, Picard. Well, Picard. like nothing is nothing has ever gotten so bad in our planet that it's just um, been that terrible. Yeah, exactly. that we haven't come back from. Like what? And going, We're still here. Going back no, to what I we know. said last last podcast, which is like it hasn't. Iraq is the apocalypse, and they're. they're they're getting by, you know, like that's as bad as shit can get, and they're, you know. But you got to go with the root cause for that. America did that to Iraq out of sheer. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying who did they what. Created them all. They, they just did this brutal, horrible. No, no, I, I, wow. I, that's the leading country that's supposed oh to be inspiring the world. No, I'm just saying that's that is a, a prime example of what the apocalypse would be like right now. Yeah. And you know, it's here and it's spreading. And people muddle by. You know, it sucks. But Picard's right. We are survivors. We will get through. But I kind of get the sense too. Me and Picard are probably, in some ways, far too right wing for any of this nonsense. You know, probably really believe any of this shit. <laughs> oh no, everything needs to change. Capitalism's horrible. I'm, I'm very centrist. So I don't. I don't. Anything one way or the other. 
Yeah. I don't even know what I am anymore. I just like to argue. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the sexual liberalism? I am going to make an extreme effort. Been there, done that? <laughs> <laughs> and how? But you seem to disapprove when we talk about it. No, no, because you, you make a lot of cheap jokes. Like the whole business about the, the, the spam and shaping into dick and stuffing up your ass. I don't, think I don't that, get upstairs. I don't particularly. Boom. I don't, I don't no. think that's what I'm talking about. But no, it's funny. but that's it's just expected. Tiring. That's expected from... It is. It wasn't one of our greatest hits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about sexual liberalism. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not actually expecting him to stick a... I mean, he could if he wanted to. I, I, that's sexual that, liberalism. Exactly. If he wants to stick can up his ass, that's his problem. Yeah. So I think what Picard means is like sometimes it's, when we have girls on our show and they talk super openly about uh, all their sexy times, you're, you're uncomfortable with that, it seems, sometimes. Well, now you're cornered. Now you got me in a corner. I like and, you're, and you're quite right. And you're fair. This is good. I'm glad you're attacking me for that. Because I do. I do have a lot of traditional old-fashioned bad. I can't escape that. I realize it more and more. Like, I thought, oh my God, I'm glad that's not my daughter. I wouldn't want her talking like that. So I do. I realize I have a vestige of 50s upbringing and so it's on. Shame, I'm very you could be a silver that. fox. And but at the same time, <laughs> well, that doesn't mean, you know. Um, but I grew up at a, at a time of, of this big change. I've got an older sister who was trapped in the 50s and has paid the price for it, you know, ever since. And yet... Suddenly, this time came around for for us. The, the doors opened. The '60s was a great time. It was wonderful. I mean, the amount of sex and liberation and fun that I had, especially my years in Vancouver, long before I was married. The fact that you could just so do what you wanted is, to do. How different is now than the '60s? People didn't talk about it then. I guess maybe that's the thing. That maybe now it seems something nobody would talk about. It. You just did it. You just had fun. You just you know it was the beauty of one night stands. You could pick somebody up. It didn't matter. You celebrated. You had a great night and the next day maybe you'd see them again maybe you wouldn't didn't matter yeah but so you could do all that but, but there was no we, reason we you wouldn't even tell now. you wouldn't even necessarily tell your friends about it you know we great tell night. Our friends you didn't have to yeah, <laughs> you didn't post on it facebook. on facebook you know you didn't you didn't need to go there like Twitter, the thing in itself Foursquare. was the act which was great and you check into sort of a vagina on foursquare but i think that has so to like, go back to the whole idea the privacy is gone in our generation like there's no private, like, it's hard to be private, like... Well, we're, we're post-privacy now. Post-privacy? Well... I think it's going to be gone eventually. Privacy is going to be gone eventually. Whether or not now or later, whether you choose to or not. To be honest, I think surrendering privacy was, uh, in its own way, a rebellion against having our privacy taken away, taken away, if that makes any sense. It was just like, well, if we control our own privacy, you know what I mean? Like, because, you know, things like security cameras and, and you know, um, so just border mapping, just, just, go, just, all just, just go all the way. But, but, well, I, I, like but at least, I like that line. But at least you can, you control it then, you right? You jizz yeah. in your own face yeah. exactly. before anyone else can. Yeah, somebody else is going to jizz in your face, you do it first. Yeah, I like that. I like that line of reasoning. Yeah. I and again, I mean, that's the part I do get about your podcast, Final Countdown. That's why I cheer you guys on, because you are pushing those boundaries all the time. Well, I think the other thing is is that, I don't know, I mean, I don't, we're not doing any of this consciously, but if I do think about it, it's we're, we're kind of taking things and we're, we're just breaking them down, right? So... You know, like, if if any of our female guests want to talk about sex, they, sh- they should. They should. Because it, it's 
they're in control of that. That's theirs. And, and absolutely right? right. And there's no way I should differentiate between male and female. And that's probably another hang-up of my past and my age that I haven't quite broken away. I do separate that. I mean, I am a product of my time. whether it's happening on a recording or not, the conversation is still happening. Yes. And it's other things. Like, it's like, um, like Keith talks about how he, you know... Hates women. Well, he doesn't hate them. The problem is, is he well, puts Keith them on a, she would murder them. on a pedestal. Right? And Keith is fucked. No, he's sure. Wow. He's recovering. Newsflash. I don't mean that in a bad way, but I just, I, I can't, I can't even begin to get into Keith's head and understand him. I don't know, especially sexually, where you're coming from. But maybe that's a whole other topic and we don't need to go there. Yeah, that's cool. But I, I don't. <laughs> I don't get it. So do you see yourself with your old-fashioned values and think about your parents and how... When you were a kid, you thought that their old-fashioned values were stupid? When I was a kid, I used to think that parents had to go to a whorehouse to have sex. It's not something you could ever do at home. You actually had to go to a place called a whorehouse. There was one in Dorval, which you heard about. as a little kid, but still, that was the line of thinking. The idea of your parents actually copulating, you know, at home. See, and Jet, Jet is going to grow up understanding that his parents are going to be doing some fucking. (laughs) And this is progress. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying go back. There's no way I want to rewind things. I'm just saying you're. You are very much influenced by your times, just as all of you are here, you know, and your generation of children are going to grow up with a completely different set of values. They may rebel against some of yours, and, and like, they may become more conservative. There's still, I mean, the, 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 the core sort of idea is just basically, you know, stand up for what you think is wrong and treat people like you feel like you should be treated right this is good and you know like fundamentally those are the only two things i can think of off the top of my head but like i i don't see anything that your generation did that we don't also do we, we're just freer in some ways and more restricted in others you know what i didn't like though about scarborough dude's generation the way they would wipe their ass with their socks and then wear the socks i know that's that's not up. really cool well I, I would never want to come across as sort of saying our generation was the best i say i'm really lucky to bone it because it suited me perfectly i felt I, because i had an older brother and sister they never had anywhere near the freedom that I had. Jeez, how old I are really they? Felt that my time, <laughs> I can do anything I want. I can go anywhere I want. The, the world was mine. There was that feeling, that tremendous feeling of liberty. But well, that's because you, know, you were founding the country at the time. But <laughs> well, well the, the doors were open, and that yeah. and that's thanks to the Beat Generation and other people who maybe are more. I think we're going back to a Beat period right now, and I think that's that's who you guys are. I see it's much more Beat than anything else. Yeah, maybe. You probably don't even know who the Beats really were, but they were the no, ones. Who really pushed the boundaries and challenged society and were open about all this stuff. I think we've done a complete circle. And you guys are the new beat generation. And for that, I, I applaud you. Oh, I, thanks. I see that every time I come out to Podcast Show Live Night, it becomes clearer and clearer. This is a beat scene. And that's beautiful. The beats were the gods long before the hippies. And far better than any of the hippies ever. The hippies were sheep. By the way, I hate hippies. I'm, I, sure. I just need to tell you Why this. Why not? Can't fucking, especially contemporary hippies. I hate them with a passion of a thousand sons. Gosh, my son's a hippie. Oh. Which, which one? First or second? Second. One, number one. First, or number, number one. The artist. And so on. My dad was a conservative hippie. That's, a see, conservative that's okay, hippie? I guess. Yeah, I don't like, know what, 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 what? 
Like he was a part of the whole scene, but he never went crazy. He was a narc, is what you're saying. <laughs> no. Your dad's a narc. He wasn't even. Or, if he, or didn't he, know won't, it. he won't admit to what he did, and he'll lie to me about it. I wonder about that too. Like I think he li- he lies to me all the time. His, my pa- my mom used to tell me she never drank ever when I was younger. Yeah, I think my mom has slipped in some references to some fairly heavy drugs in the past, but I don't know for sure. If she ever. But she understood because you did that one interview with her in the car. Right, right, and she got she got that vibe. She was there. She was part of it, and so on. But the hippies didn't. That was a newspaper. That was a media term. The hippies didn't want to be called hippies. Oh, sure, yeah. They were just no. people wanted to break down and be free, you know. And the, and the quest for freedom it's like how they was a great them. thing. The, 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 the bad thing that happened was the media got a hold of it, and suddenly you've got a disco generation. Well, well nobody wants to be called a hipster, you know. It's this, but but it's, it's like how Limp Bizkit was Apparently. called new metal. That's yeah. offensive. And that's what yeah. our culture knows, and that's why no one's giving the media what they want. I call it butt rock. By the way, that's better. Good point. Yeah, thanks. See, tonight you're making more sense than I've ever heard you make. I'm well, she's glad. not wasted. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, she's only two no. beers in. I have a newfound respect for you. Thank you. This I is like Katie Kaboom. That was Kim. I really like to argue <laughs> and have lots of strong opinions. Jennifer, as an older generation yourself, oh, how do you feel about the the future? You've really died out the gray. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Jen Langshaw, you were telling me that you're not into the idea of having kids when we, I saw you the other day. No. But, I mean, you're already, like, 30 years old. If you were going to do anything with your life, you would have by now. Why not just have some kids? Stop yeah, fighting it. but that's the problem. Like, I'm already 30 now and divorced, so I'd have to meet somebody for long enough and still be able to have kids by the time I can have kids, I know, but... Just saying. I don't know. It worked, it worked I, out for I, us. And I never wanted to be older having kids. Like, I always wanted to be married at 21, kids at 23, and that completely well, never I happened. I have kids so. at like 16, but it just didn't just didn't work out. Yeah. For, no, I don't. That's called of, stupidity. That would have been awesome. Lifting and skateboarding. You would have been yeah. like the male version of the Gilmore Girls. Like yeah. you would have a son right now hanging out with us, and we'd be talking show. really fast. Yeah, and, yeah. That'd be fucking wicked. Nice going, Joel. Uh, <laughs> you fucked that one up. We, that would have been our six members. Shit. Oh well. Oh well. No, but what would you think, Ken? if we befriended one of your sons and <laughs> it's my greatest fear <laughs> all of a sudden you're listening to Vinyl Countdown and one of your kids is on it wouldn't that be amazing <laughs> that would be pretty awesome <laughs> I have a feeling your kids would be pretty cool yeah probably they actually are yeah but my, my dream when I first had when they were young or maybe even when my wife got pregnant was just imagining the bars used to hang out in Oklahoma just sitting beside them in the bars saying well this is where this is Chinatown this is where I used to hang out and much fun it would be to actually sit with your son and reconnect with your own past and, and explain why they're even why they even exist. But, uh, well, do you really want to do with Chinatown? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No. I. Uh, I don't know. I, getting back to why I hate hippies is. Um, <laughs> it's been burning inside of me. Circling back. Yeah. When you say, are you talking about the hippies of the past or current people who claim to be hippies? Because I uh, current, only, current, current. But how how do they how can they even use the term? They do. They do because they're fucking douches. That's why. That died in history. That's like uh, no. Actually, actually, very good point. Um, Kaboom! You nailed it. Are they different than hipsters? No, not anymore. Uh, if you're if you're basically into organic, but you don't know why, if you're into alternative medicine, but you don't know why, um, if you 
you have to go online to import a certain kind of shoe because you're a fucking vegan douche. <laughs> you know, hates uh, you. Die. Intern Mike from New York. He's going to culinary school, and yeah. man, his tweets are hilarious. So just his continual like his hate for vegetarians and vegans is just growing more and more because his whole his whole life is food, and he's just like, I fucking hate you people. That's, that's <laughs> why my son can never be on your show. He's a vegan. <laughs> no, no, but that's why he can be on the show because we could we could just rip on him. Yeah, yeah, and then I hate you and I hate your father. Yeah, you should bring him to the next podcast. that wouldn't be, wouldn't that be just that'd be so mean if we somehow met one of your kids and became their friend, but didn't tell them that we knew you, and then next thing you know, you're listening to Vinyl Canta and you're hearing all the horrifying stories that they would never tell you normally. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that would be amazing. Look forward to that. 2012. I have a pretty good line of communication. Yo. I'm not too worried about that. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of glad this is, if I was going to be on your show, this is the way I had to be, and you allowed me to be this way, and I appreciate it. Yeah, in no, a way, no, maybe I actually enjoyed the conversation. Maybe it's good, yeah, that you're here on the day when our tanks are empty, so then you could just step in and exactly. turn it into your goddamn show. <laughs> Thank you. So can we get a one-year? gentlemen. One-year vinyl countdown. One-year vinyl countdown. Wow. That's <laughs> Careful, don't fuck it up. <laughs> and, uh, Scarver, do you give us a bitch cake, grab a slice? Bitch cake! Grab a slice? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> How long is that anyway? Yeah, it's like half an hour. Yeah, that'd be cool. Really? Yeah. I could have kept going, but. This is not all right. So vinyl yeah. countdown yeah. continue. Yeah. Every, this, I don't care what the whatever. One hundred and fourteen. No? Uh, <laughs> more serious discussion. I'm afraid yeah. Yeah, Joel has important business to discuss. So you just have we to don't wait. want to talk about. You are a slur. Was there a, a particular thread that needed to be picked up or no, no, sewn no, together? Or? I just kind of feel like we just need a little bit more from you. Gosh. You were talking about how our generation is the worst. I don't think those were quite my words, but you know what's interesting is I've just recorded another podcast called Gappage, and Gappage needed to pick up on what we talked about on this show, and they, they followed up, and they actually continued so you're fucking the, stealing our ideas? the straightening me out of, no, perhaps we're, we're my views might be a little skewered and that your, your, cynicism, your cynicism is actually a, health, a healthy thing. Uh, it's just a way of dealing with the fact that the world is shit. See, I, I don't view us as cynical. Per se. I, and I also view the world as magnificent and magical every way. Well, that they pointed out, they said, can, they said, can you have to understand that whatever they say is maybe the opposite of what they really mean and of course you'd be a classic example well, I don't know I just think it's that. I think it's funny how uh, just how you take for granted that everyone everything is so horrible and everyone will understand that everything is so horrible it's crazy that shit's amazing look at all this stuff we got it's awesome it is awesome I, I think I was more focusing on the point that has become a sm- the, the genie is out of the bottle it is a smaller world we can't go back we can no longer wear blinders Back in the fifties, when you could live, believe in this image of a little white picket fence house, yeah, I believe separate, so. and you can't. 
and that you people are well, well, called well, their argument was already solved. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't people have picket houses? <laughs> you can, but it's it's not. It's an illusion, and and I think the point they were making is that this generation, your generation, your time, you're actually far more authentic and honest and real than previous ones. You're Don't actually moving in the right I direction. Think. Well, and uh, I I, uh, I could see that, and I like that. I mean. I, I think a large part of it is that idealism for us is kind of a stupid concept. Like we we don't dwell in it as we we still dwell in it, but not as much as you did. That's that's assuming a lot. Now you're you're sort of trying to paint me with a whole generation. Yeah, sure, on, but, sure. But, okay, don't be an asshole. But yeah, I, I like that. But <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, okay, the music I grew up with. It was so beautiful to hear all these people suddenly. This music was singing about about getting high and and loving and a peaceful world. That was so nice. Our music for such is a, fucking. That was right? so different. <laughs> From my father's right music now? and so on. There was a time. Well, I don't. I don't hear that kind of thing. But there was a period. There was a little window, a very short one, yeah. two years max. Okay. When you could actually believe that when people sang about this, a warm San, Fr- you know, the animals singing a warm San Francisco night, just getting high and walking the streets and feeling good, you felt that deep in your soul. You felt, yeah, that's the world I want to be in. That's the world that's that's wonderful. You know, you, you might really believe that. But Limbiscuit. Did put out a new album like three months ago. We still have our dreamy moments, but we're realistic about it. Like I still want my Prince, but he's not going to happen. Like, do you mean Prince or like? Yeah, Prince is pretty good. Prince, like, like Prince who doesn't have a name. Oh, I see. It's not going to happen. You're not going to get your beauty. (laughs) Snap, I called you the beast. That's what makes it funny. Joke explained. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I... uh, I don't know. I just just can't get worked up about supposed problems. Who gives a shit? I mean, if you just look at the human race as a mass organism, it's doing fine. And it's going to keep doing fine. Maybe us specifically. We might have some rough patches, but... As a lot of people using a lot of energy, people have been constantly predicting like things are going to go to shit, and it's constantly going to shit, and it's been doing that for hundreds and hundreds of years, and it's going to keep doing the same thing. That's it, and and I always want to be on my guard that I don't fall into this old person sickness of just seeing only the dark side and so on. So I I welcome, I'm thrilled to have a chance to talk to other people. We got Elliot and Opcom Steve are the new voices, and several more pints of beer and everywhere. Yeah. We're much drunker. Cheers. Cheers, I'm not here to defend any particular point of view. My argument is just, it's not an argument. I'm just saying I'm really happy I was born the time I was in. Because I grew up in a comfortable, safe world of, of when we were blind to the rest of the world. And then something happened. Something, wow. The Vietnam War was on television. People were like, uh-oh. This is not good. wasn't World War II. It wasn't in the books. It was on TV. Some poor asshole is getting his balls shot off. My God, that's... Wow, 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 wow. And out of that, something was created. A movement was created. The, the Beats had, as I said, broken open that door and said, Hey, you, you can have some power. So this establishment, these people who created the atomic bomb are not good people. Those are not your friends. No. And they sort of got people thinking in a different way. But many ways you lived a life similar to Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but, but to be fair, I mean, I, I think I, 
I look at your generation with a certain sense of envy. You know, like, yeah, like I really do feel like you guys had it kind of awesome. We did, you know, like at all stages. We we got everything. We we just we got the the comfort of the youth. We got the idealism of the '60s. As we now coast into old age, hey, the world is okay. We're going to be looked after. We're not too bad. So, and we don't have to worry about being going off to war or really starving to death or anything else or worrying about getting a job and it's an uncertain future. And, and it's so probably like I would say. 99% certain that you're not going to be farmed for food as, at a certain point. <laughs> 99. Right? Yeah, we're not going to go. We put everyone on huge pedestals like we used to. Like, That's also true. Like, That's we very don't have true. huge people like Martin Luther King or like these big people that represented huge incremental changes. That doesn't happen in our. Well, yeah, maybe like, you're a little more realistic maybe now about people, like which not, is a good not thing. Not one person carries everything. Like, I think we're it's not jaded Britney as a Spears culture. Who Back then, it was so obvious. It looked like those people were, but there's a lot of people behind them. Yeah, absolutely. Now it's a lot more transparent. Absolutely. Yeah, and the, me- the media shaped those people. Like, the Kennedy now, comes now out as a hero. So wait a minute. Now. That's not the whole story. Like Obama isn't the whole reason yeah. behind them. Whole teams like well, we, we know the communications person that was behind Obama. We know all those people. We knew what they did. Like. There's a lot more transparency in life. The thing is, it gets back to this issue of creativity, which is another thing we haven't talked about much on the show, and I think it's a very important thing. If people are open, creativity can flow through you. You can let it. I sat up on the deck upstairs of this bar and just suddenly thought, "Would be nice if we got together and did this kind of." Podcast. It's so funny because I was going through Dicks and Jade's back catalog, uh-huh. and I I heard the episode where you were you were conceiving this after the fact that it's already happened. It, it was a, it was the birth of an idea, and, and I, it was so I, I awesome. Let, I let it live inside me and came downstairs. It just happened. Uh, I, I'm telling this to Elliot. Uh, <laughs> how it actually went down from my point of view was uh, I assume through tip tap tip because you discovered yeah. tip. Tip, tip, and tip that tip said, "Oh, Squid Pod, blah blah blah." And so Scarborough dude started listening to Squid Pod and was like, "Okay, you have to come down to this night. It's going to be awesome." And it just so happened that like, and Jen was very pregnant at the time, and we could have blown this off so easily at, at that point in time. But we both came down to check it out. It was the first night of it, and that's where I met all. This is how Bottom Countdown started. So, like, tenants—that's the beauty of it. And I think if people are open to this kind of the the creative receptors in it, I think that's that's the richness of human beings that animals simply don't have. We are creative. We have that godlike gift to do things, to make things that are new. But what I'm saying, like, like honestly, kudos to you for like kind of approaching every single podcast that you knew and saying. Like come do this thing. This is such a. This is gonna be a great thing. Yeah, and, I, and it is. I don't think I knew that at the time, but I, I, I think I could sense the potential. Of that's, that's, but well, look around. We, we got like new podcasters tonight. Guys from Brampton. You know, like we. Well, I, I look around. I'm very, very happy about the way the 
just happened. But again, it, but it's, it's the support of the community because other people made the Scarborough do Other people gave me the courage to allow myself to express myself. I think I've always been a creative person, as, as are you, and, uh, undoubtedly. But you need support, you need encouragement, you need other forces acting on it to help that. And, and so often, things like school stifle creativity. You know, they do the opposite effect. Sometimes and, what, and, and, and we should be doing the, we should be doing whatever it is we can to help creativity flow. It's going to be a better world if we do that. Well, I'm glad. Thank you for this follow-up conversation because I didn't know the purpose of sitting here, but it, it created a, a new flow and a new outlet. Yeah, no, I, I, I felt like we didn't quite get to where we needed to get in in the last conversation. I just all right, I'll be out there. Uh, I, I guess, bitch, cake, grab a slice. I don't bitch even know how to stop this fucking thing now. Uh, it's probably a button you gotta push somewhere. Right. We touched the walls of the city streets and didn't explain. Sadly, showed us our ways. I've never asked him why. Cast down, it was heaven sent and to the church, no intent to repent on my knees. Just to cry.
FinalCountdown.ca.